navigators. How's everybody doing? Well, this is going to be a weird week for me. Well, actually, the next couple weeks are going to be weird, but I am uh, working Monday and off on Tuesday because I have to go back to the dentist. Ugh. If you guys could see the look on my face right now, it's not a happy look. <laughs> I'm still getting this stupid work done that, oh, you know, I, I, I've said it on here before, uh, the, the, the line that I heard my dentist telling another patient, two things that people always take for granted, their eyes and their teeth, and it's, it, it could not be more true. Could not be more true. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about today. <laughs> Aren't you lucky? Aren't you glad that I'm not here to talk to you guys about my dentist and my dental issues? Do you really want to know about my dental problems that are going on? Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, so, <coughs> if, it's, <coughs> if it sounds like I'm multitasking, that's because I am. Because as I said, I am working tomorrow, which means, so tomorrow's Monday, and normally I'm off on Mondays, which is fabulous, let me tell you. Oh, it's fabulous. Uh, but now I have to put my... I had to do my laundry today, and so now I'm putting it away, and therefore multitasking. So, if it sounds a little wonky, that's why. But, anyways, you know, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. You know, if I were rich, I would have it made. You know, people say that, like, you know, people with money or greedy and whatever. If I had money, I would be so generous. Like, if I had a maid, she would be very well paid. Or he. Same with if I had a driver that just, you know, to drive me around, I'd buy them whatever car they wanted. They could have a car. All they'd have to do is just be my driver. You know, I don't know. Anyways, but that kind of goes into what I want to talk about today. Um, I want to talk about, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can help each other out. Um, and, and this is true for anybody, not just people with vision problems or a disability, but, uh, you know, God didn't put us on this earth to just, you know, live for ourselves you know we're here to interact with each other and and help each other out and be there for each other and and so you know i think that you know i think about my kids and and that's kind of what made me uh decide to do this particular podcast um but it applies in uh, everyday life as well as with people with disabilities because there, there's a fine line between 
helping and hindering. And I know I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again because it's important. And because there's a lot of times I feel like people seem to have this thought that instead of, you know, you remember, you know, growing up, you had that whole teach a man to fish thing, you know, give a man a fish, he eats for a day, teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime, right? You guys remember that? I mean, some of you younger kids may not remember that. That was a very popular saying back in the day. And it still holds true. Um, but if you are constantly just giving the man a fish, are you doing him any favors? Are you helping him or are you hindering him? So I think that when it comes to people with disabilities, this becomes even more of a challenge because you know, as a, as, well, I almost said as a society, but that's not even true because if you've heard very many of my podcasts, you know how I feel about how society treats visually impaired and disabled people in general, but uh, decent human beings want to help. I mean, they have a desire to help. I mean, people... If they see me in the store struggling, you know, more likely than not, someone is going to ask me if there's something that they can help, help me with, you know, granted, most people will just walk by and be like, oh, off in their own little bubble and not really caring what else is going on around them. And that that's what I'm hoping that this podcast will change one person at a time, which is why I got, you guys need to share, share, share. Don't just hit the like button. There's a share button right next to it. So do that, please. Because we're breeding a society right now of people that don't want to do anything for anybody else, but expect everything to be handed to them. I was talking to uh, my dial ride driver on Friday, who is actually a really nice guy, uh, and he, on the side, owns a little landscaping business. Well, I say little, I don't know. Um, uh, he owns a landscaping business, and we were talking about the, the people on the side of the road with their signs. I want to say homeless people, but you and I both know they're not all homeless. And we were talking about, you know, you got to have some kind of hustle. If you're going to be on the side of the road like that, you can't just, don't just stand there with a sign. Don't just be lazy and stand there with a sign. I mean, really. And uh, he was telling me that he actually tried to hire two guys that were, you know, standing there with the sign. And he told him, look, I'll pay you cash. I'll pay you, you know. I'll buy you food, I'll buy you, you know, beer if that's what you want, like, whatever you guys want, I'll do it that, you know, we'll do it however you guys want, you know, so you don't have to stand here, you know, and they said, no, we make more money, basically begging on the side of the road, than what you would pay us 
for having to work hard and and do this do the landscaping work so they would rather stand on the side of the road holding this sign than actually work for their living and i'm thinking who in the heck taught them their work ethic because here i am visually impaired struggling every day to get to and from work and this fool is talking about oh yeah no i'll just make more money standing on the side of the road are you freaking kidding me right now i just i i was appalled i mean and i'm not i'm i'm really not shocked but because i know i mean i've seen those stories where people you know that's that's like their gig they've they, they beg on the side of the road and then they go home to their million dollar house and, you know, put away their homeless clothes and, and put on their suit and eat their fancy dinner, you know. And I know that happens. I, you know, I've seen those stories. And it's disgusting, to be quite honest. It's disgusting. And, you know, it, it just, it amazes me that society feeds into that. See, I give Josh, the dial-ride driver, credit because he was actually trying to, you know, hey, why don't you come work for some money, you know? Um, and it happens a lot. It does. Um, and it's unfortunate it, it is and I know that a lot of times you know those folks there there's mental health issues and things like that and you know I'm not insensitive to that but you know I, there's people at my job that have some mental health issues I'll tell you what there's a couple of wackadoodles at my job and they go to work every day my point is as a society as individuals what we accept becomes the status quo right i mean uh i i i have mentioned i think that you know my parents never let me use my vision as an excuse if if my chores weren't done correctly I got my butt whooped just like a sighted kid would have, you know what I mean? Like it was, it didn't matter, you know? It wasn't, I didn't see it. That was, that was not, that wasn't an acceptable response in my house when I was growing up. And at the time, you know, I, I, I didn't really resent it, but I, I kind of thought, geez, you could cut me a little bit of slack for the dirty dish you know um but that wouldn't have done me any favors right because helping or hindering where's the line uh when i have when i have a lot of stuff i need to get done and I want to um, 
be lazy, right? That's when we're more inclined, right, to let people do things for us, right? When we are being lazy, right? How does that how does that get bred into us? How how do we end up learning that? As 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 people with disability, as a person, you know, and and I know that I kind of use the 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 plural, and I shouldn't because I can only speak for myself, and and maybe for people that I know on a on a close level. But you know, when I have a million things to do, and I don't want to do any of them, and I'm feeling lazy. That's when I know that I can start looking for help as because I'm being lazy, okay? That is where it's a hindrance, okay? When you're, when you're getting help because you genuinely need it, that's when it's helpful. You know, you can't expect somebody to, if, if, if you raise your child, okay, let's just, let's just say like this. If you raise your child and you cook all of their meals every day, three meals a day, well, no, because lunch they have at school, but whatever, you know, however many meals a day, you cook their meals every single day and you never really teach them how to cook, you just cook their meals. And then they, they, see, it's the same thing with the fish. And then they go get married and her husband's, her, her husband says, what's for dinner? And she's like, uh, you know, who have you done any favors? You thought you were being a good mom, right? By providing for your, for your kids and cooking for them every day, making sure they had a hot meal, right? So where's the line? And I know people with, people that are involved with in any way, shape or form, whether it be a friendship, a relationship, a coworker, um, just somebody you, you interact with on a regular basis, you know, somewhere out in public or whatever. Um, Oh boy, my train derailed. Oh, I hate when that happens. Ha, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. It, it's been a long weekend and I didn't get a nap on either day. Mm, 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 mm. The struggle is real, my friends. The struggle is real because I have been busy. Um, anyways, if, if, if you have an interaction on any kind of regular basis with someone who has a visual impairment you know you 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 can see where certain things can be a struggle right and you know some you know and everybody's different that's the funny thing you can look at even at my job right because you know my job's got 75% of the workforce is 
blind or visually impaired. And you can just look at the people I work with and just see the difference in you can tell the people that were helped and the people that were hindered. Um, people that have more of a of a go-getter attitude and um, are willing to help others and step out and try new things and you know are comfortable with that have that you know that keyword that I talk about so often confidence you know that that comes from years of being helped in a manner that allows a person to fall and to learn and to you know you gotta fall and get back up you've got to fail you've got to mess up you gotta keep trying you know I mean it's it's with the same with anything I mean that's just life right you you mess up you keep trying right you don't just give up do you you don't just say okay well I couldn't do that so somebody else is just gonna have to do it for me from now on that's 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 not how life works and that's not any kind of an example that we as a community need to be setting a community of visually impaired people <sighs> there seems to be a, a, a culture of People that that think that asking you, you got you got you got the two the two separate sides of the spectrum. You've got the people that feel like asking for help is like the worst thing in the world. I can't ask for help. That's gonna make me look incompetent. That's gonna make me look like I can't do anything. I can't. I'm already blind. Now I gotta ask for help. You know, and, and people don't want to do it a lot of times, and and it's understandable. You know why? Because it, it it's hard. It's hard to accept. It's hard to, especially in a situation where you don't know how the other person is gonna react. Right? When you're asking for help, nobody wants to be a burden. Nobody wants somebody to to say yes because they feel like they have to because they feel sorry for you, right? Are you helping somebody if you're doing something for them out of pity? Is, is that helpful? Is it helpful to somebody to, you know, let them know, okay, well, I'm gonna do this for you, um, but you should know how inconvenient it is or you know, you're really going to owe me. Is that helpful? Is that, is that being a helpful friend? Or, I mean, there's so many little nuances that, like I said, it applies to everybody. This isn't just about being visually impaired. This is, you know, being a good person is about being a good person, right? I mean, I'm not talking about anything I you know I'm not talking about how to treat people just because they're visually impaired I'm talking about this is how you should just treat people you know you don't want to when you have 
when you get to the point where people are, are doing everything for you, you're not, you've lost your purpose. And if you are, if you have, let's say you're the parents of a, of a child that's visually impaired, right? And you're doing everything for that kid. Well, are you really being helpful to that child? A lot of times we think that what we know to be best or easiest or whatever is, is the way everyone should be, right? My parents had no idea what it's like to be visually impaired. None. They didn't know how they could help me. Even as an adult, they, they don't know. They just, they don't understand. And so you got to make sure to have people in your life that number one, know what you need to be encouraged. They know how they can, you know, be an encouragement, be a help to you, you know, and you have to do the same. You know, we're all in this world together. And at, at some point, we have to come to the realization that there's more to life than just us. You know, especially these younger generations. And, and you know, I don't mean to sound like I'm ragging on them, but I really feel like a whole generation of kids had kids. And now... And and now those kids are are what's coming up and and the people that we're having to deal with, and it's just not it, it's not fantastic. There's there's no work ethic being passed down anymore. There's there's people that would rather stand on the street and beg for money than than go do a day's labor. I, I mean, where did we go from helping people to that? You know, there's, <clears throat> I don't know the line. <clears throat> you know, I am always here to help my kids. I want to help my kids any way I can. Um, you know, they may not always believe it. They may not always think that what I'm doing is helpful. Um, just like I never, I didn't always think that what my parents did were helpful, was helpful. Speaking of which, tomorrow would be my mother's birthday. God rest her soul. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't think they were always helpful. You know? But, you know? It is what it is. They didn't know what I was going through. At any any stage of the process, <laughs> there's no way they could have understood any of it. And so 
you know, if, if we lack empathy, how can we, how can we ever help anyone if we lack empathy? If we lack even the, the basic ability to have compassion and, and kindness to one another, we're not going to be a help to anybody. All we're going to be is a hindrance. Because everything that we do is going to be out of selfish motives. And I can promise you that nothing done out of selfish motives helps anybody. Including yourself, even though you think it does. You may for a minute, but it'll come back at you. Always does. I'm just saying. You know, you just, you have to think. You gotta think about, you know, here's, here's another example. When I go to visit uh, the Stevensons, they are so good to me. They, uh, you know, they, they take me to do all the touristy stuff. You know, they serve my food. They help me with garments. They don't let me lift a finger to clean. They just want me to relax. And at first, when I first got there, the first couple times I went and visited, I thought, this, I can't do this. I can't, I cannot do this. I'm not the kind of person that can just sit here and have people do everything for me. This is just, I can't. This is weird. I can't do this. Um, anytime we went out to eat, I didn't have to pay for anything. It was just weird. And then at one point, Sally said to me, look, you struggle so much with so many little things. When you come here, I don't want you to have to even think about anything. You're not going to have to struggle. You're not going to have to fuss. You're not going to have to worry about nothing. All you do when you come here is relax. And what I first thought was a hindrance has now turned into one of the most helpful, biggest blessings that I could possibly get. And I want you to think about that. Because it's about the motive. They don't want anything in return. They're not, they're not being shady. They're not being like, well, we did all this for you. What are you going to do for us now? They're not going to call me in a year and be like, you, you remember all those times you came out to visit and we treated you so good? Well, you know, I got a favor. Now you owe me. It's not like that. That's the line. In my opinion, the motive is the line between being a help and a hindrance. What do you guys think? I really would like to know. What do you guys think is the line between being a help and being a hindrance? Put it up there on my Facebook, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin, or on LinkedIn, same thing, or Twitter, at Garmin Navigates. I, I really, you know, that's just my opinion. And, uh, you know, I would love to know what you guys think. And for the rest of the week, I hope you will be a blessing to others. 
uh, let's see, I was given a quote. Let me see if I can remember it. Uh, don't let the world change your smile. Let your smile change the world. So until Friday, keep those smiles shining, guys. Toodles.